Yes, y'all, welcome back to Rants of a Christian Millennial. Yes, you heard it. It's Rants of a Christian Millennial, a platform where we vent and rant and just bear our everything. We bear everything on the ground, on the line, and just talk about the struggles, the victories, the joys, the win, the pains of what it's like to live this life as a young Christian in this world so that we can strengthen each other, so that we can encourage each other, so that we can keep it real and 100. It's your girl, Onyinye. I'm glad to see that you're back again. You're back again and I'm coming through your earways <laughs> whatever it is but how have you guys been how have y'all been since the first episode how is this rona season treating everyone i hope like everyone is doing the best they can to take every preventive measure and just taking it one step at a time and trusting god how is you doing i know that for me i'm just honestly for real like I'm just learning learning and unlearning in this season I'm learning to just be content with information I know and running with it and I'm learning to wake up every day and adjust into the situation and living every day as it comes and just trusting God because it is crazy out here Rona doesn't only want our bodies it also wants our peace of mind it wants us to constantly live in fear and anxiety but we're going to tell that rona not today you don't get to have my mind you don't get to have my peace the joy of the lord is my strength i am covered by the blood i'll be over here social distancing taking my preventive measures and trusting in my god okay capiche thank you rona <laughs> But anyways, um, last week was kind of like an introductory episode about what I introduced. I introduced myself to you. You got to know everything about me. Now I feel like I'm exposed and naked to you guys because like, you know, everything about me, you know, about, you know, that if there's a world war between Chick-fil-A and Popeye's, you know, that I'll be on Chick-fil-A's side, which is also the Lord's army too so i just thought i pointed out so at this point you know everything about me you know the purpose of this podcast so it's time to go deeper into another level (sighs) guys i am excited about this particular episode and i'm also like uh nervous because this is going to be a a no horse bites episode for me. I told you guys that you can expect honesty from this podcast. Like we're not going to be holding anything back. We're going to keep everything real at 100. And so I decided that what better way to keep it real at 100 than to start with my faith story, my faith journey. Yay. <laughs> yeah, but it's easier said than done because like I'm thinking, oh my God, I have to like be vulnerable with you guys and tell you guys all those things um and it's funny because i was talking to a friend of mine jessica cool girl um 
she's one of my good friends one of the people in my village and i was telling her you know what jesse i i'm not really sure about how to like present my story to people i don't really have that crazy pretty girl daughter type good girl gone wild come back to jesus type story my story is not all that and she's like don't do that because your story is someone else's truth so i'm decided to run with that and i want to encourage anybody out there like whatever your story is you might not think it's pretty you might not think it's good enough but your story is someone else's truth and someone else can be built someone else can be encouraged from it so i want to challenge you today to own your story whatever your story is okay all right so let's go deeper all right let's get to work <sighs> so um basically i grew up in church you know i've always been a church girl um i was one of those kind of kids that was born bred brought up ate took my bath played did everything in church <laughs> um it didn't even make it the situation easier to the fact that my I lived on this, I shared, I lived on the same street from my church. And even at a point, my house is like directly opposite the church. So it's like my house was the hub for every church activity. It's like every church party after party happened in my house. Like everything people needed. If we were going to go from like prayers in the night and they needed somewhere to sleep, my house was there. If there was like a church function going on, my house was there. It's like I was literally like I lived opposite the church. So um, growing up in church, I had... I got firsthand to know what like a Christian faith or to some people religion was about. I did just about everything um, a church girl would do. I went to Sunday school, sang in children's choir, um, every church activity I was there in youth group. One time I think I even preached to the church because we were having like this children day type of thing and I was selected amongst a bunch of guys to preach um when i finished from sunday school i went back and i started teaching children in sunday school <laughs> so it's like i've really always been that kind of person that i've always been surrounded i've always been in the church environment um and because of that i always had this idea that um my my salvation and my faith is or was based on the things I did in church. I thought that God loving me or me loving God was based on my works. I thought like I was a I was a child of God because of the things that I did for God. I at that point I did not understand the concept of grace and unmerited favor. Even though it was something that we like was preached a lot about it. It was really I would say Christianity was something that was head knowledge for me i loved god i knew about jesus i sang about jesus i talked about jesus i memorized bible verses but it wasn't really something that um went deep it was head knowledge but i always had that connection with god i always knew that look this was the kind of person i wanted to be i always knew that i wanted to work with god but at that point it wasn't fully developed in me so like that's how it has always been i grew up as a teenager like i said even from being a child in church i grew up as a teenager excuse me uh this tea <laughs> i grew up as a teenager in church um 
Everything was really based on what I did. Um, my identity was based on what I did in church. I felt like everything that I was was the church. Um, and then when I grew up and as I got older, I started to like experiment and um, try to see what was out there except from, you know, the church life. But I was like, yeah. I'll just stick to church, you know, church was my comfort zone. But at that point, I wasn't going on a deeper level that I thought. I didn't even know that there was a deeper level to go to. I just thought that being a Christian was all about saying amen and hallelujah. Um, I didn't know that I could achieve a deeper relationship with my creator. So, um... A major shift for me in my walk with God happened in 2015. Um, I had just broken up. Okay, so first of all, in 2015, 2015, I had just, late 2014, like December 2014, I had just moved to the U.S. with my um, family, which is something I did not want to do at all because, first of all, I was madly head over heels in love with my first boyfriend like (laughs) for me it was a forever love (laughs) he was my first and like he was older but I did not care because I was like you know what the older the better he's more experienced and he would teach me the ways of the world and he did teach me the ways of the world like a lot of things I learned as a person I learned from him a lot of things I learned about like secular world or you know being smart philosophical all of those things I learned from him so it's like I was head over heels I was just like a dog a puppy on a leash to this guy so it's like when it was time for me to move to the U.S. it was pretty hard I did not want to go I was straight up the girl that called up my father I was like daddy I don't want to go like I'm not ready to go now don't worry forget about me I can buy my ticket and I promise you that did not go well between I and my father (laughs) because this guy had like done his best to make sure we come to America and I was over here my 17 19 year old self was telling him that I don't want to go I don't want to move to the U.S. so anyways I came to the U.S. I was very 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 reluctant about coming because I was like first of all I have a life in Nigeria I have to leave that I have the love of my life in Nigeria I have to leave that but looking back now I realized that moving to America was God's I I don't know what the full picture yet but I'm beginning to realize it was God's way of moving me or putting me because it's like it seemed like he had a better plan and one another thing about it was that look whatever you put before God because the Bible tells us that God is a jealous God Whatever you put before God, he will take out of the way. So my relationship with my ex had become like, my ex at the time, had become like my God. It was it had become like a place where I worshipped. It, it had become like my source. It's like everything I wanted was about this guy. If I needed everything, I would go to this guy. It's like at that point, even though like upwards, I was like, still like a christian girl i was doing the church things i was serving in children's church i was doing everything i never missed a church i was being myself i was doing everything but i knew that at that point 
God was not the owner of my heart. He wasn't the one sitting in my heart. It was someone else. And it was my boyfriend. Everything, every major decision I had to make, everything he said was God. I didn't think I needed God at that point. And I remember there was a time where I was telling him that, oh, um, there are two most important men in my life or two most important people in my life, my father and God. And he straight up told me, well, I will take that place in your life because we can't see God. So I am the most important person in, in your life. And guys, let me tell you, I did not refute what he said. I didn't go like, boy, what you're talking about? God is most about it. I was like, yeah, that's true. So it's like <laughs> he had taken the place of God, the place of Jesus beside in my heart. And the Bible says that thou shalt not love any other God beside me. But I had given that person a place in my heart. So let me tell you, like, when you do that, like, God cannot compete whatever it is whatever is a person whether it's like your job or school or whatever it is that is taking God's place in his life he cannot compete with that and somehow that thing had to go or that thing will have to go <sighs> so anyways um that happened and I moved to the U.S. and our relationship was going on we're still maintaining a long distance relationship but I realized that after while it seemed like things were becoming strained it seemed like oh, sorry i had to sip this tea real quick <laughs> my voice is becoming hoarse so it seemed like things were becoming strained and um he wasn't responding the way i wanted to respond to him and so finally sometime in 2015 like we we decided to end it because he just couldn't do it anymore and guys when i tell you that that was one of the lowest points in my life i can't even begin to describe the feeling that i what what was going on in my mind it was so painful it literally felt like someone took a knife and stabbed me in my heart like that was the pain of heart the first heartbreak i'd ever had and it's like i had invested so much in that relationship i had given myself i had given everything that i was into that relationship and i was so young and i was so naive and i didn't know what else or who else so it's like everything i had was invested in this person and this person could not come through for me this person could not be down for me this person could not be there for me so it just kind of like shattered my mind and it just traumatized me and I I remember that one day just like lying on my bathroom floor and just pouring my eyes out I told God that God if you I don't know if you're listening to me right now but if if you get me through the season of my life i will dedicate myself to you i will serve you for the rest of my life just help me help me to get through this season help me to get through this pain and guys when i tell you that god showed up for me strongly in that season like everything it felt in that season of my life it felt like it was just me and God like I was just walking in his shadow step and he walked me through the heartbreak he carried me through and 
And even till now, I can see that his hands, even in through the pain and the regret and uh, everything, he was there through it all. And I began to realize, and that's why it's also be careful what you pray for. Because God listens. <laughs> you think he doesn't, but he listens. And I realized that in that season, I realized that my mind and my perception about things began to change. I realized that the things that I used to desire, the things I wanted, I wasn't wanting them anymore. I wasn't, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to do certain things. I didn't want to be a certain way. I just wanted to be different. I wanted, it seemed like there was a transformation going down inside of me, but I did not understand. And it made me so mad because I'm like, God, it's like literally you're stripping me of everything I've loved. You're stripping me of everything I've desired. Like, and I don't feel comfortable anymore. I don't feel safe anymore. Like, what is this? What are you doing to me? You know, it's like, Nothing is safe for me. Nothing is comfortable. Everything I thought I enjoyed, you're taking it away from me. Like, I don't have these desires anymore. Like, what are you doing to me? And through it all, I realized that God would just always tell, like, I always had this conviction in my heart. Like, just, just remain, just remain, just stay, just stay, just remain with me, just stay. And so I did, but even till then, even at that point where God was showing himself strong and revealing himself in my life, I still did not understand that my relationship with God was was not based on the things that I did, you know, because my history was having a legalistic point of view, thinking that my salvation and my faith was earned by the things I did it was hard for me to shift from that mindset to a come as you are grace or merited favor type of mindset so I still thought that I could earn God's love I I still thought that I could um do things I still thought that the things I did I thought okay well if I'm good to people if I'm kind to people then God will love me God will be good to me if I you know serve on the choir, teach in Sunday school, God will accept me, you know. And during that period for like two, three years, it was all about me just like doing things and doing churchy things and doing religious things just so that I could get God's attention. But the the twist that the the funny thing in all of this was that like I didn't have to do anything. Like I already had his attention. I already had his heart. Like he already called me. He already chose me and he already planted me where he needed me to be. I didn't have to do anything to earn him. I didn't have to do anything. But let me tell you, it was such a struggle because I realized that I was burning out trying to do all those good things that I thought was earning God's respect and you know trying to seem perfect trying to seem holy to like my church members like when I moved to the U.S. I I got to be a part of a very wonderful family and a very wonderful church so I felt like okay like doing all these things and seeking approval for my pastor and his wife and people around me I thought that that was what it meant to be a Christian I had no idea that 
that was just a road where I was just going to constantly burn out and burn out and burn out. <laughs> Look, God is not impressed with anything churchy or anything religious that you do. He is only impressed with your heart. He's only impressed with you because like he sees your beginning from the end. He knows what you're about. So no matter what you do, he's not impressed by that. He is impressed by your heart. He just wants you to abide in him. So I've had to learn that the hard way. And even till now, I'm still learning. So trying to understand this whole concept of wow like god just loves me like i don't have to do anything to earn his love i don't have to be anyone i don't have to be a bishop i don't have to be a pope i don't have to be holier than thou i just have to come the way i am and i struggled with that for a long time because i thought that there was an idea or an ideal of who a Christian should look like or should be, you know. And I looked at myself and I'm like, I'm not <laughs> I'm not a conventional Christian, you know, it's like I'm not I'm not like I'm not a saint like okay, we have all called to be saints, but you know, like I'm not that way. I have I I am this crazy free spirited person who is just loud and likes to laugh and likes to like have fun and just has to like you know okay like the right kind of fun but I'm just different you know and I struggled with that because I started I started thinking that okay I had to be someone different I thought okay I have to be more calm I have to be more timid I have to walk around like with a cross on my chest and <laughs> you know I didn't realize that like when God called me to himself, when he chose me before I chose him, he knew the kind of person that um, I was already. He knew that I'm like that I'm this like crazy, creative, free spirit. And all he wanted to do was just to be in connection, be in relationship with me. Like he already knows me for who I am, you know? So like that has just always been my struggle. And then like when I decided to become then I said that you know what? I'm tired of of this whole religiousity. I'm tired of playing religion. I'm tired of trying to be I'm just tired of this religious I'm tired of religion I'm tired of leaving my faith through my pastor. I'm tired of leaving my faith through my mom. I'm I want to own this thing. I want to know about this faith life. I want to leave this faith life. I finally decided that I wanted to know God for myself. And that has been my journey since. And trust me, it has been a, a beautiful journey. It has had its ups and it has had its downs there's some seasons where it felt like I and Jesus are like 100 like we're working side by side with each other I can there's sometimes I could feel like I could high five him <laughs> and but then there's some seasons where it's like where I completely feel alone 
where I completely feel confused, where I'm lost and where I'm like, God, where are you in all of this craziness? Like there are seasons when I have been heartbroken, you know, and it seems like God was far away. But the thing about it is like he has never really, really been far away. He has always been there, you know, so um, it's been a journey. And literally, like I said, I have found that I have been stripped away from everything I used to love and everything I desired, like the life I used to crave for, you know, um, I used, I thought I wanted this, like, um, I, I, I had an idea of what I wanted, but God has just come and he has just like changed me and transformed my idea and conformed me to his will. And honestly, I know the kind of girl that I could have been, but I know who he is making me to be now and I would not give that for the world. It hasn't been easy. It has had its challenges that sometimes like I feel like, oh my God, I'm just, I give up. I, I give up on this whole Christian thing. I'm done. It's too hard. Like, why does it even have to be this hard anyways? But in the midst of it all, God has always been there, nudging me, encouraging me reminding me that he is with me that he is for me that he is not against me that i am known and i am loved by him and to be honest like i don't even think that my journey has gotten i don't think i genuinely feel like this is the beginning of my journey i don't think like my struggles are going to end overnight like even till today there's still things that i am trying to walk through um that i'm like oh my god like i literally need you every single day of my life like i need you to wake up in the morning and know that everything is going to be all right i need you to know that you are with me like i don't understand what is going on like there's still things that i'm still having to walk through and walk out in this season of my life but I know that I do not have to do alone. I know that I don't have to have the full picture yet. Because my life is in the hands of the one who knows. My life is in the hands of the one who has the full picture. So I do not even think the picture is completely painted. <laughs> I do not think. I believe that this is. I'm still in the journey. I'm still in the process. I believe that my story still continues. So where i am right now is just learning to walk side by side in the shadow steps of jesus learning to know okay um this is what i'm supposed to do. learning to be aware of him of his presence of his touch of his voice and sometimes it's not easy sometimes it's like i wake up in the morning like i can't i can't feel anything it's like but the thing about it is that it's not about feelings. It's not about what you feel. It's by faith. You know, this is not. This is not. Because think about it. Like everything you do as a Christian, you do it by faith. It's not about what you feel. If you live your Christian life according to how you feel, you will end up nowhere. Because your feelings will tell you. Do you think God is really happy with you? Your feelings will tell you. Oh, remember what you did last night yeah like 
you're never going to outlive that god is never going to forgive you your feelings will tell you you are doing so poorly in this christian walk can't you see how this other girl is doing can't you see how she's like having all this like powerful revelations can't you see how strong she is in her faith your feelings will tell you that god doesn't care your feelings will tell you that you're serving your sp- every time you pray there's no need to pray like you're just literally praying to the air to thin air nobody's listening to you but like i'm learning to go beyond my feelings i'm learning to go beyond those things i'm like no you know what god is for me he is not against me i know that right now it's like i do not understand what is going on but i do trust and i know that the potter the creator knows and he sees the full picture i know that eyes have not seen i know that ears have not heard i know that it hasn't even come to the heart of man what god has prepared for me i know that like my past is constantly like like in my face and my past is constantly reminding me of who i used to be but i also know that if any man is a is in christ jesus he is a new creature all things are passed away and behold all things have become new i know that he has made me new i know that he has cleansed me by his word and i know that in him i can do all things because he gives me the strength so that's like literally where i am right now in my faith i have gone from like being a church girl growing up in church and doing all this churchy religious things speaking christianese like losing my way at certain points in my life to finding my way back to losing my way again to finding my way back to getting to a point where it's like you know what god it's me and you i want to know you for myself i want to know you you know like i know a friend I literally got to a point in my life where it was like, look, I'm either in this Christian thing or I'm out. Okay. I'm either full on into this Christian thing. I'm either or I'm out. Like there is no neither here or there. There's no sitting on the fence. There's no shades of gray. It's only black or white. I mean, it's or I'm out. You know, I've had to come to make that decision for myself. And that's why it seems like I'm so passionate. That's why it seems like I'm so fervent because it's like, this is a race for my life. It's no longer a joke. Literally, this is my life. This is my destiny. This is, this is, I take it serious now because I'm like, this is the life I have chosen because he has chosen me first. I love him because he loves me first. So I'm going to live my life in a way that will constantly give him glory in a way that that I want my life to be a reflection of who he is. So guys, that is where this is where I currently am. Um I don't know where you are right now. I don't know what your walk is right now. But I want to encourage you, wherever, whatever aspect, whatever walk of life you are in your Christianity, in your faith, I want to encourage you to abide. I want to encourage you to remain. Because it's like, you can't do it without Him. You know, it's like, how are you supposed to figure out how something works if you don't you're not connected to the manual you know 
if you're not connected to the source and that's what really living life as a christian it's about it's not about going to church being a christian is not about quoting bible scriptures heck anybody can know how to quote bible scriptures and still not know the meaning behind the scriptures it's not about being good it's not about doing things that people can say oh that guy is a christian no being a Christian is about having a relationship with your source. Being a Christian is about having a relationship with a, your creator and becoming one with him. Learning to remain, learning to stay with him. So whatever season you are in, I want to encourage you to remain and abide and know that you are not alone. And know that God is walking with you in your season. And know that he is there even when it seems like he's not working. Even when it, it feels like he's not working. I want to encourage you that he is and he's in the midst of you. Because here's the promised people. That he will never leave you nor forsake you. That he will be with you even till the end of the ages. And the last time I checked, the ages, the world has not come to an end yet. <laughs> so he is still with you even in this moment. Even in this present circumstance you find yourself, he is still with you. So I want to challenge you today to own your story. Whatever your walk, whatever your Christian faith, whatever your Christian journey has been like, own it. Own it. Do not underestimate it. Do not put it down. Do not. You are not your past. You are who God is making you to be right now. So yes, guys, that has been the tea for today. Literally tea, because I am drinking tea. <laughs> I hope that like this word encourages you. I hope that it speaks to you. Um, I know that this is going to be a journey of something beautiful. We're going to experience something truly beautiful in this journey. Let us walk through it together. Let us support each other and let us see each other through the season. Amen. Yes. So till I come your way again. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys. I have a name for listeners i know i know you think it's too soon but our name is the rant crew you get like rant crew you get <laughs> you will eventually <laughs> so yes i'm going to be calling you guys rants crew so yeah if you hear me call you rant crew just like just let me know if you're part of the family just let me know if you're part of the rant family if you hear me say hey rant crew what's up like yo my g what's going on you know <laughs> so yes rant crew i will see you guys on the next episode and it's your girl i remain your girl Onye, and i'm signing out right now stay blessed y'all bye Thank you.